This is Professor X, and you're tuned into the Who's Your Daddy Godcast Network. Get ready to experience a downpour of the manifestation of God's blessing in your life, because 2019 is the year of the latter rain. This is the award-winning podcast from a History with God Ministries Godcast Network, featuring Frank and Christina Sasso. Visit us online at ahistorywithgod.org for articles, links, prophetic words, prayer requests, and other awesome resources. Now, without any further ado, let's welcome the host of this broadcast, Christina Sasso. Hello everybody, this is Christina. Welcome to the podcast. I've been wanting to do this podcast since January, and I finally think I have it all set so it makes sense to me and hopefully to you. Where the idea of this podcast came from was a preaching from Joseph Prince, where he talked about the year of 2019 being the year of the latter rain. For those of you who don't know what latter rain is, I'm going to get more into it as we go through the podcast. But there are two types of rain. There's a former rain and there's a latter rain. Former means the first rain, latter rain means the later rain. And they're very specific in Israel. And especially at the time that the scriptures were written and Israel was a very agricultural country dependent on crops and rainfall. So it has a very deep meaning, not only spiritually, but also in the natural. So I did some investigating and some research to really understand what these terms mean. And I wanted to share that with you. So there's a lot of scriptures that refer to the rains and you'll find them in Joel, Hosea, Zechariah, Deuteronomy, Joshua. I'm going to go to Joshua first and read that scripture for you. But then I also will challenge you to go into the scriptures yourself and find them and read them for yourself. So you see that I'm just taking them right out of the Bible. Same Bible that you have, I have. I'm actually reading out of the King James today. Joshua 3.15 says, And as they that bear the ark will come into Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for Jordan overflowed all its banks all the time of harvest. At this point, it's talking about the time when the Jews were leaving the wilderness and crossing through the Jordan River into the promised land. And the river was overflowing its banks because it was the time of the harvest, which was during the rainy season. So the, what they're tra- saying here in the scripture is the, the river was very, very full at this point, And it was a rushing river when they stepped into it. So the Jordan overflows its banks during the whole time of the harvest. And that is what we call the spring rain or the latter rain. It's the harvest time. And in Jeremiah 3, 3, therefore the showers have been withholden and there have been no latter rain and thou hast whore's forehead thou refusest to be ashamed. So the latter rains have been withheld. So that's another example of the latter rains. Also in Hosea 6, 3, then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and the former rain unto the earth. 
It's also mentioned in Joel and as I said, Deuteronomy, and you can definitely check those out. So the latter rains come in early April and it is not the rainy season. It is actually the rains that are preparing the crops to be harvested. So at this point, the crops are ready, the ground is softened, and now the harvest can be picked. Spring rains or latter rains were important for the final ripening of the crops as well as to prepare the ground for the harvest. In Israel, as I said, because it's an agricultural country, grains and vegetation depended on natural rainfall at that time because there's no special irrigation or no mechanics or electronics or planes or anything that is going to bring water to a very dry area. So it has to depend on natural rainfall, both in the quantity of the rainfall and the timing of the rainfall, because the timing is important too. And I'll go on to show you that in a moment. So if we look at Jeremiah 5, 24, neither say they in their hearts, let us now fear the Lord our God that giveth rain both the former and the latter in his season. He reserveth unto us the appointed weeks of the harvest. This is appointed times for these rains. The autumn rains or the former rains begin in October and they can last until February. This is the rainy season. Okay. And this is the rain that softens the ground for plowing, and for the planting of seeds. If you've ever seen ground that's been dry and it's passed through the dry season, it's very dusty, it's very hard. If you try to dig it, it's very hard to dig into. There's not a lot of vegetation because it's the vegetation's been dried up. So this rain, this first rain, this former rain, is there to get that ground ready to be plowed and then to be planted. So there's nothing growing there yet. And it's also used to fill up the cisterns, these giant, giant pots that would have filled up and have gone dry over the summer. So they're being refilled now in this rainy season to supply water for drinking and I guess for cooking. The spring rains or the latter rains begin in early April and those have a different purpose. And again, the timing is very specific. Those rains are in early April or to actually provide the moisture to ripen the crops for harvest. And in Deuteronomy eleven thirteen, and it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul and then moving on to 14, that I will give you the rain of your land in its due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thine oil. And I will send the grass in the fields for thy cattle, that thou mayest eat and be full. Again, the rain has a very specific time and a very specific quantity and is very important to farmers at that time. So again, the former rain prepares the ground for plowing and planting because it's so dry and it's so hard and there's no vegetation so that it has to be prepared first. And then the latter rain ripens the crop for harvest. So those are the two rains and the two types of rain. Now, there are different rain words in Hebrew. There's Yoret, Geshem, Batar, Balkash. And in Deuteronomy 11.14, which I just read, it says he will give you the rain, Matar, of your land in its time. A rain, Yorech, 
and Arain Malkash. So those are the words that are actually used in that statement. So we read it in English and it just says rain, but in the Hebrew, there's three different words being used. First of all, the, another word, Geshem, which is not in that specific verse, means kind of all sorts of rain. It's just a generic word for rain, both the noun and the verb. And it's also the root of the word Lehit Geshem, which means to fulfill or to realize something, to make something come to fruition or come to pass, something to come into being that was not. So for example, the way rain causes life to come from what seems like just dirt or a shriveled, dried up seed. It doesn't seem like there's any life there, but you add the rain to it and then the rain causes life to arise from that seemingly dead ground or dead seed. That reminds me of scriptures in the New Testament, which I'll read Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, talking about Abraham, before him who believed, even God who quickeneth the dead or gives life to the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. So again, calling something that is not, that you can't see in the natural as though it were. So bringing it to fruition and bringing it to pass. And another example is in James, James 5, 7 and 8. Be patient therefore, brethren, unto the coming word. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth and hath long patience for it until he receives the early and the latter rain. Be ye also patient. Establish your heart for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. So a husbandman is a farmer and give the example of waiting for the coming of the Lord as if a farmer waiting for the crops to arise from the earth after the early and the latter rains. And Hosea 6, 3, then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning and he come unto us as the latter and the formal rain unto the earth. So matar, is also a kind of generic word for rain. And some Hebrew scholars say it means the rain of blessing. So let's talk about early rain and latter rain. Now, early rain, the word there is yore, Y-O-R-E-A. And that is the same root as the word shoot, cast, or teach. So shoot as if an arrow or a bullet, cast as if you're throwing a rock or casting a fishing line or to teach. So like an arrow being shot, it has a target. So there's something leaving one place and going to a specific destination, like information being delivered from a teacher to a student. So this rain is sent to prepare the soil. It's sent to deliver a purpose, to soften the ground, to ready it for the first round of planting. This is a gentle rain. And the reason it's a gentle rain is because, as I said before, you have ground that's just gone through a dry season. So remember, picture what this ground looks like. It's very dry. It's dusty. There's no vegetation. There's no roots holding the ground together. It's very loose and dusty. It's also very hard. When I say loose, I don't mean 
like loose and easy to dig into. I mean, it's nothing's holding it together. It has no substance that holds it like a root of a plant would hold ground together. So it's very dusty. It's very dry. It's very hard to dig. It's very hard to plow this soil that's just gone through the dry season. So if you live in an area where there's uh, not a lot of rain, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you live in an area where you go out to plant in the spring and the ground is really hard, what you have to do is you have to till the soil. And we just got a rototiller, thank God, it's great. You use it to turn the soil, get that soil ready for planting. These are gentle rains. You don't want heavy rains because what would happen when you have heavy rain is it wouldn't penetrate the ground. So you have to till the soil first and get the ground prepared. So the gentle rain gets the ground soft enough to be able to till it without washing it away. So if there were heavy rains at this time, then those heavy rains would pretty much just wash all the topsoil away into a river or into a gully or just any body of water and you'd end up with depleted soil. So these rains that come early in the season have to be gentle and they're gentle in order to prepare the ground for tilling or prepare the ground for plowing. Now the latter rains, Malkosh, M-A-L-K-O-S-H, are a much harder rain. And as I said, that kind of rain would have caused devastation and flooding if they had come in the early, dry, dusty, unprepared ground. So these are downpours that easily penetrate the softer ground, the ground that's now been prepared from the former rain. So they penetrate the softer ground in order to bring forth a harvest so that you can plant seeds in that softer ground and then those seeds can be watered. The soil won't be washed away. The seeds won't be washed away. And those seeds can now get nutrients from the water, from the soil and so on. And the harvest can come. So if we look at Joel 2.23, Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. So he's talking about blessing here. So rain is repeatedly equated with God's blessing. In Isaiah 44.3, For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offering. And they shall spring up as among the grass as willows by the water courses. So that was Isaiah 44, 3 and 4. And it's also for us equated as or symbolized as an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So the rain is also manifestation, signs, wonders, miracles related to the Hebrew word mekoshesh, which means reaper or harvester. And this rain falls right before the harvest or the reaping of the crop. So right before the manifestations, right before the signs, right before the wonders, right before the miracles. So these words are related. So the word that means reaper is O-S-H-E-S-H, mekoshesh. And that's the latter rain that falls in order to get the ground ready and the seeds ready for the harvest, for the reaping. In another podcast, I'm going to tie this together with something else, but I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. But I just wanted to share that about the former and the latter rain. So the former rain, just to review, prepares the ground, a ground that was dry, unproductive, hard. So that former rain softens the ground 
and gets it ready for planting. The latter rain has the seed in it and is preparing the crops to be harvested. So now that there's the fruition of what the farmer's been waiting for, it's the manifestation, it's the signs, it's the wonders, it's the miracles. So that's the relationship between the two. So how does this tie to the year 2019? If it's a year of the latter rain, then we're talking about a year where there's going to be manifestations, blessing, where there's going to be signs and wonders, miracles. So to expect these things in these coming years, to expect the latter rains that Joel talks about in the Old Testament and how God is pouring out his Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit has prepared the ground and now we should see those signs and those wonders that we bring into fruition. Looking forward to more of the latter rain in 2019 and beyond, 2020, 2021, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, more and more and more exponentially until we are called home finally. And we are in those last days. And this is time for the latter rain because the harvest is ready. So on that note, I just want to say that we love you. God loves you. And Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast from the History with God Ministries. This teaching is a powerful ministry tool that you can use to experience the power of God in your life. Thank you again for listening and for helping us reach the world with the love of Jesus. A History with God Ministries. Seeing, hearing, remembering. Until next time, remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed.